This is I'll Add It to the List with Brian and Cynthia Zalkowski, a podcast in which we go over our opinions of music, media, and everything in between. Take two. Take two. Take two what? <laughs> Take two. The first recording wasn't being recorded. <laughs> Pussy juices. <laughs> Oh, uh, gross. Ew. I brought it back up. Because <laughs> uh, I had so many good topics the first time we talked about this, and now I'm like, oh, how do I connect the train tracks to get to... Well, we can go with pussy juice and the fact that Donna earmuffs. Aww. And speaking of pussy juice, we listened to some Nicki Minaj this yes. week. Yes. Yes. Oh, honey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so gross sounding. <laughs> That sounds disgusting. So we listened to uh, the pink print from Nicki Minaj. Yes. And welcome to all added to the list. Yeah, I forgot welcome. to say that. Hey, friends. So the four I'm people Cynthia. that listen. Hey, <laughs> welcome back. You're supposed to say, I'm Brian. I'm Brian. Because <laughs> I already said I'm Cynthia. <laughs> I'm Brian. Oh, hi, Bean. <laughs> and Bean said hi. And Bean's hi. Bean's not hi. Bean said hi. So, yeah, this week we listened to The Pink Print from Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody that's not familiar with Nicki Minaj, which I really wasn't too familiar with her other than her beautiful looks. I've had a crush on her for a long time. Oh, yeah. But based on looks and not music, um, this was my first time listening to Nicki. Mine as well. Like the first like full track, you know. Yeah. I've only heard a couple songs. And I had a couple of friends where I like burnt the shit off one of, uh, it was Nicki Minaj and Will I Am. They did the song, check it out. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> and it was so awesome. Like they had this line in it, uh, you a chihuahua and I'm a Rottweiler. <laughs> oh geez. Which I thought was really funny. <laughs> and they had this like really cool dance move where you'd like move your hands in front of your face, like for the music video or. When did that come out? That came out. Let me pull it up. Oh, Bean, stop doing that. Well, for so for the pink print that we listened to, um, that came out in 2010. That came out in 2010. Okay, yeah. so this, the pink print came out in 2014. It was released December 15th, 2014. Um, and it was her third studio album. So that was this one's a little newer than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that might have been all for like first or like her. Um, I know there's like a. a it's EP a single or a. Uh, demo that she had put out beforehand before she had gotten like fully signed that mm-hmm. she re-released recently i'm not oh, too sure nice. i'm gonna delve into more of her stuff um later on in the future um i was pleasantly surprised with how good this yeah. was um overall uh first few listens it was like really captivating and not only like because I've, I've been crushing on nikki for a long time and Me too, girl. It's a very sexy album. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it doesn't help <laughs> when you're like at a job and you're like, man, like I need to go jerk off somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm sure plenty of your clients would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hold it in and you wait till home. Oh, you do? <laughs> no, this album was so sexy. It made me feel so good about myself listening to it. When we do like our squats uh brian and i have been doing squats every time you pee you gotta do 20 you gotta do 20 squats only during the week not during the weekend or a covid booster whatever anyway i like to play Nicki minaj while i was doing it and especially this album it was 
it made me feel really good while I was doing it. Yeah. No, it was, it was a really good album. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with how of a mixed bag she is um i thought she was right. more on the hip-hop side of things and i know that she did more of like the fast rapping kind of like busta rhymes and i really do enjoy that um i'm not a big fan of like the trap hip-hop with the flow of that stuff there's like slower kind of like just that 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 flow right but um there was a little tiny bit of that but there was like a lot of pop and yeah i didn't know that she could sing as well as she can sing Right, and it she's was a, very good a really singer. nice surprise to me of um, just how cohesive everything on the album worked. It was a very diverse album. Uh, 16 tracks. We did the regular version, not the yeah, deluxe. Yeah, we didn't do deluxe. So um, it's a lot of tracks, uh, but it's a fun listen to. Yeah, it's a really good soundtrack for your week. I really enjoyed like listening to it every day, multiple times. I think this is the one of the only albums I've listened to this many times, even like something I would recommend to you, which this was my recommendation to you mm-hmm. only to break up all the, uh, I felt like we were getting pigeonholed into one genre. So this is definitely way out of left field. Al Bean stop. Yeah. I was going to, um, eventually get into some hip hop, um, as far as like the mainstays of when I got into hip hop back, like, I was kind of a late bloomer, but late bloomer in the sense of like Eminem's first album, you know, Jay-Z's second album, um, Wyclef Sean's The Carnival, you know, the first yeah. one. So it was kind of still like late 90s, like mid to late 90s that I'd gotten into hip hop. So I would kind of fell off, I guess, in like the mid 2000s when, you know, new metal was really heavy and i don't know i got out of hip-hop and um i don't know my love for pop recently has kind of got me back into like listening to some hip-hop here and there and i'm not really a big fan of a lot of the newer stuff it's just me getting old and bitter i just don't like the trap flow of that is it's lazy rap right it's i mean i miss that the flow of like the old school buster rhymes stuff or like even like dmx with his delivery on things where it was just very aggressive Mm -hmm. like it's just (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> and it was nice that we had a woman rapper yeah. yeah she has some she has some things she's really good <laughs> yeah i really like her flow on, on a lot of yeah. stuff I, li- I really like the fast flow and it was like it wasn't overdone on this um there was like you got it when you needed it right um i think it was on feeling myself that she mm-hmm. did two like fast flows yeah and but then it, still like broke it down with beyonce oh that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs that's that feeling myself <laughs> i'm feeling myself oh, i'm feeling man. myself i'm feeling i did a I, uh, I'm i a hairdresser too and I um, did a video like I downloaded TikTok just so I could download a song to go along with one of my hair videos for I was posting on my Instagram and I picked that feeling myself <laughs> it, it, that song is so hot <laughs> and it makes you feel good you know yeah. I really enjoy it <laughs> no I mean it, even me I was like oh man I like feel all sexually confident and right I don't know. It's it's an album that really kind of boosts you up. I mean, it's got a lot of up points. There's some some kind of, um, I guess, like negative, depressing vocals here and there. Yeah, there are. But for the most part, it's it's a very sexualized, um, positive album. Uh, very uh, body positive. Yes, absolutely. 
girls with big asses. Yeah. What did she say? A skinny bitches. <laughs> <laughs> she says that like a bunch of times. I'm like, fuck yeah, get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it made me feel like some of the work girls I work with and when they say, oh, Cynthia, I was going to hurt you. When I walked in, I'm like, no, girl, you're going to bounce right off and it's not going to hurt me. It'll hurt you. <laughs> I'm like a rubber ball. <laughs> no, I'm five foot ten and I work with a bunch of short little girls. <laughs> well, hi, girls. <laughs> they don't listen to this <laughs> you never know and if they do hey girls Pe- peter listens hi no, peter he does not he's just been on it <laughs> so i guess to I would like to get into a little bit more details just on like the beginning portion of the pink print is um like i said it was released uh december 15th of 2014 and it was her third studio album um and it was released on young money entertainment so I believe Young Money has um, like Lil Wayne. I think Drake's on it. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, There's I a lot of big know. artists on it, but she's. Um, I think she's like a co-founder or. Uh, oh wow, something. that's probably why she was able to bring all these like heavy hitters. Possibly. Or she's just amazing. She is amazing. Yes, she is. Oh. <laughs> 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 So what did um how did you think about the album as a whole from like start to finished? Um, like did it start out strong? It started strong? off super strong. The last couple songs they just weren't they weren't my songs. That's okay. After like Pills and Potions, from that point on, I wasn't like a huge fan. You didn't like Pills and Potions? No. Oh, and maybe because I burnt so good. it out. I think because I had listened to it too many times. Like Brian and I are only supposed to listen to these three three times. Like that's a minimum. I felt like I listened to this twelve times this week. I definitely my so my rating is going to reflect my listening arc. So basically, you know right. how like my score normally increases as I listen. This one, I will say, listening to it the first three times, mm-hmm. it was like getting a super amazing package, like present. And it right. was like every time you listen, because there's so many songs, you grasp things on different listens. Yeah. But after those three listens, I kind of knew where everything was at in the album. So as I went through on the fourth time, I then started to kind of find like the tracks that were a little bit weak. They right. sounded strong at first until you really kind of delve into it. And then it was like, I don't know, the more I listened to it, the more the album kind of fell back for me. But right. the songs that were super strong really came out farther for me. Right. And I feel like that's, <clears throat> I could put myself in a similar position just because I listened to this so much because I really liked it. I really liked listening to it while I'm driving, uh, doing my makeup or whatever, you know, normal well, Cynthia things. It's just I had a really good flow because it's yeah. just like everything's kind of broken up. You have like a soft intro ballad type thing mm-hmm. for the beginning where she's rapping to. And then the album kind of starts off kind of like on the softer side with I Lied. Yeah. Um, and from there, it kind of then goes poppy. Right. And then mixed with the hip hop and then it kind of gets broken up by like some really um more clubby songs. Yeah, there's a, like a couple clubby songs on it. But I like them, the Anaconda one. I have my feelings on that. I, I'm <laughs> 
That's I'm not your song to begin with. Well, no, I'm just personally tired of hearing Sir Mix-a-Lot's like "Baby Got Back" because it's been overplayed and overdone with everything. Like any, because like, you know all the clubbing that we do up in New Hampshire. But right, we are. You know, the club when in New I <laughs> used to go to the club a bunch in Baltimore, um, you would hear it all the fucking time. And now, even you know, with just the social media culture, it's on everything, and I'm just tired of fucking hearing it. So really, that song. I the flows was good. I like the chorus. Um that drop with the oh my god. Look, look at, at her, her butt. butt. Like, yeah. That drop was super good. And she but comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty I cringy was really with funny. the <laughs> like the shout out to the yeah. club <laughs> about all the skinny bitches. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty fucking cheesy. Um All my skinny bitches. <laughs> I, I'm just tired of hearing <laughs> those samples and I'm tired of hearing baby got back. Sorry guys, but that's my opinion. It's been played out. I disagree. But again, I haven't just listened like to it all my Rick life. Rolled. That's been so fucking played out and I'm tired of Rick hearing Rolled? Yeah. What song is that? Rick Astley. I don't know what song that is. Whatever gonna give you up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's like a ton of songs that have been overplayed. Yeah, but and Journey. Up. Yeah, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, I'm just so fucking tired of you hearing these fucking like songs. Hall and Notes. Uh, <sighs> you make them my dreams come true. <laughs> like, people stop it. Like, there's other good dance music out there. I don't know. Like other really Nicki Minaj ones. songs. Right, right. <laughs> the other club song I didn't really enjoy too much was um, Trini Dem Girls. I that was a even. super club song. Yeah. Um, I felt like that just sounded too much like, uh, what the fuck's his name? Like Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I'm done. But there, uh, like, I guess a couple like, uh, the night is still young was a, was a clubby or poppy song. Yeah. I it was really more on the pop one. side of, of yeah. being clubby, but it still would be something you would find in the club. Um, That's what you listen to as you're pre-gaming before you go to the club. The super sexy only with the guys talking about wanting to fuck her. Yeah, um, man, I love that, that was song. A, that was definitely a. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do wish there was a little more to the music on that. The the just kind of like um, barren, like like uh, high pitched like thing thing. Yeah, I liked it. It needed it just needed something a little extra behind it, but I don't yeah. Think so no, the um that was one that was like man, like that song is so man, fucking she's so hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, I I. Those are my favorite ones. I like uh, get on your knees, but that was a baby. Just get on your knees, <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? It makes it not as hot <laughs> because she's in like this mid range and it's like super sexy and well, oh, that's man. the one with Ariana Grande, right? And the, the thing I is, I don't like the Ariana Grande parts. Yeah, well, the thing for me, like, I don't listen to a lot of these artists. Even the the pop music that I listen to is like a lot as like mainstream. So if it's right. like somebody that's been played on the radio. I probably don't listen to it too much unless it's like Lord or maybe some Mo or something like that. Um, but I kind of stay away from a little bit of that stuff. So like, I haven't really heard a lot of Ariana Grande stuff. 
Um, I've only been familiar with like a few Drake songs because Drake's on this album as well oh, as yes, he is. Lil Wayne. And then there's uh, Beyonce. Beyonce's on this. And then I guess a uh, pop artist, Skylar Gray, was on Better Lies. Oh. So, of course, with every hip hop album, it's got its uh, it's got its roster of right. um, different artists as well to help out on certain things. I sometimes like it. I sometimes don't like it. I kind of wish sometimes it was just the artist's vision and the artist trying to do everything themselves because that to me shows like that you have like this pedestal and backbone to stand on. But then there's sometimes where like you need someone else's voice to really carry things. So I'm hit or miss with it. Sometimes. I'm going to disagree on that part just because I feel like when you do create an album, you want a whole feel to it, you know, and sometimes other voices can create that better than uh, just one alone. No, I agree. And it's also, it pumps up your, your crew and stuff like that. Like, right. You know, if you can tag somebody and if they can get credit for something that's going to get big, that puts them out well, there. Well, not only that, it, if they sound better than the one who wrote it, then yeah, do it that way. Yeah. I just feel like there was some singing parts that she could have done. Yeah. And that like somebody John else. Ariana Grande. Yeah. And I don't know. There was like... Uh, there was one one female vocalist actually. Um, it was probably one of my favorite songs, the Four Door Aventador, which had oh. like a, um, it had more of like a choppy flow. the The other female vocalist on that song was really cool, but the, the one it was like I don't know. It was kind of like noir esque, choppy. It was like kind of mafia esque that they were talking about. I don't remember that song. Yeah, you do. No, it's probably one of the ones I didn't really care for. <laughs> no, I think it was one that you would like. Did I write it down? I don't know. I don't look at your book there, Cynthia. Well, I just wrote all of I just said, oh, get on your knees. I'm feeling myself uh, only and the night is still young were my favorite songs. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I loved listening to this. Uh, was there any songs that you really didn't like that you like skipped or would skip or just kind of tuned out not initially tuned out uh grand piano i thought it was a really good closing track it just wasn't my favorite or something that i would probably go back to it showed her singing chops right but yeah it was a kind of a boring song in right. the sense of just but i mean you can't like blow your load every fucking song <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, and you know, she she did end on like kind of a a more um, uh, stripped down emotional right. track, which um, which you know, I feel like she needed to to like make it a fully well rounded album. But make everyone's boners go down, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really enjoyed listening to this. Honestly, I'm gonna be bummed out not listening to this every day. Well, I mean, you can do it. I did this week. Um, I actually, from last week's episode with Lady Hawk with Shots, mm -hmm. I like I like that album so much that I actually put it on uh, this week a couple times. And I was like, fuck, I man. Know. I haven't had an album yet that was like, it's this good that you're going to listen to it the week after when you're not supposed to listen to it. Right. <laughs> no, I, I actually like went back in my last listen to it. I made sure I hearted the songs I really enjoyed so I can make sure I have them. For like future listens for the Lady Hawk, no, Lady Hawk only got one one song. Oh, the Nicki, I saved Nicki Minaj. I saved like four of their songs. Yeah, four of her songs. 
No, I I mean, it, I liked a lot of the songs on it. Um, there's only like a few that I really disliked, and then some yeah. that were just kind of really just. After listening to them a couple times, they become run in the mill. But I really right. like the crying game. Um, I found myself singing out a bunch, uh, just around. It would get stuck in your head. <laughs> <laughs> this album's got a lot of uh, earworms. Yes, it does. Um, and melodies say... and vocal melodies, mm-hmm. just regular music melodies, uh, little hooks here and there. I mean, it was like we were, the last night we were talking, like, and we had both had the same song stuck in our head. But mine would change like every 10 minutes, a new song would just pop in my head from the album and I would wound up getting stuck for like just 10 minutes and it would move on to a different song. And it was like, man, I listened to the album earlier yesterday. Why is it doing this? Because <laughs> they, they get stuck in there super easily. Yeah. But I'm okay with that most of the time. No, I, I, I like the crying game. That had a really good chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like get on your knees. Uh, that just started off really sexy. Yeah. Um, four door Aventador. Uh, buy me, uh, buy a heart. I really like that one. Um, that one had uh, Meek Mill on it. Okay. Anybody, 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 anybody. Oh, that's why you sing that all the time. I, I, that one got stuck in my head. That was an earworm. Uh, <laughs> that one was really. I don't know. I, yeah, I like the flow. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like. Um, I don't know his flow in it and her flow and everything just worked really well. Yeah. Um. It was it was just a good mix of all the genres together. I, I felt like it was a it had like the good R and B back to it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's it's what I'm looking for in a good like hip hop pop. Yeah. Rap song. You know. It's it was it hit all the points on it. Um. I really like the night is still young. That just felt like a real yeah. good pop song. Yeah. Club song. Really good. And then I, I really like Pills and Potions. I really like the chorus on it. The chorus on that was really good. Which but then it kind of, that sounded like indie pop. Because right. it's like, we still love, we still love, we still love, we still love, we still love. Right. Which, that definitely sounded more indie pop. But, man, that's stuck in my head all the time, too. Pills and Potions. <laughs> and I think that was one of the um, singles. I think oh, she had... Yeah, I think she had like five or f- six singles off of this. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even think I can go through them all and find all those singles. I think Feeling Myself was a single. I think The Crying Game was a single. Anaconda was a single. Pills and Potions. And I think maybe Favorite. Oh, I like that song too. And then Better Lies, I think, was a was mm-hmm. a single. So there was a lot of songs that were... Um, we're definitely singles off of this. Actually, I could probably pull it up right now. <laughs> so Pills and Potions, Anaconda, Only, Bed of Lies, um, one of the bonus tracks, Truffle Butter, and then oh. The Night is So Young. We didn't listen to the bonus tracks. We didn't listen to Truffle Butter. Maybe we should tonight. That one's got Drake and Lil Wayne on it. Oh, I definitely want to listen to that one then. Truffle Butter. <laughs> Truffle Butter. I love truffle. I feel uh, like that makes me sound white trash. Truffle? <laughs> when you're like, oh, it's truffle, let me order it. That makes me fancy. I mean, if you're ordering truffle butter, it's probably going to be as an extra, and it's going to cost a little extra money. Yeah. You're not paying $6 for a truffle tater tots. 
And you know those truffle fries that you get everywhere doesn't don't really have like real truffle oil on them. No, they don't have truffle on them. No, it's like it's like a extracts. seasoned right. <laughs> it's like it's like the raspberry flavor, an artificially flavored raspberry stuff that's like beaver nope, butthole nope, plants. No. Nope. Mm, I was trying to tastes, save everybody for that. Tastes like beaver butthole. Mmm, raspberry. I hate you. <laughs> You're killing me, baby. You're killing me, Schmalls. <laughs> no, I mean, what else do you want to get into the album? I mean, any kind of songs that really hit you, though, emotionally? Was there anything else? Yeah, like, I listed all my songs. I don't know. I don't really have anything negative to say. It was just a good album? It was really good. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It made me feel good about myself. Well, it's sometimes something good about like just a really easily digestible album. Um, and right. I thought this was definitely that because on my first listen, I immediately was hooked from the first Absolutely. track. Because she kind of goes through like, like a little bit of um, introduction-esque into like her world. And into that, you know, it just starts off with pop. I'm in, throwing right. hip hop, I'm in, and then everything just next thing you know, you were at the end of the album and you're like, man, it was like 16 songs. It just like flew by. Right. It definitely it was, does fly one by. One thing I really like too is with seeing 16 songs, I hate when they put interludes on. Right. I hate when there's like trash interludes where it's just like a skit or something. There's like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it's like, uh, it's got skits. Like, is it going to work on this one or is it not? Right. Like Wyclef the Carnival, it works because it builds the story of the carnival and that's like everything right. that's going on. And to see 16 tracks and there was no filler. Right. There wasn't any. I was like, I don't think there was any filler tracks. No, not at all. Up. I was like. <clears throat> and that's what I like. And um, with doing some reading, I do need to listen to some of her older stuff because I think it would probably appeal to me a little bit more because I think she's it's a little bit more pop. Yeah. Um, but they said that this was her kind of going back to her roots, which I guess would have been first album or like her demo or something, because going back to her roots in the sense of it being more hip hop based. Right. So I'm going to check out some older stuff and see how it sounds. But I, I'm, I'm definitely a give her I'm a, a big lot fan more now. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to definitely be listening to a lot of songs off of this again. I might even put the album on. You know, I'm not going to listen to it tomorrow. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I didn't think I would be listening to Lady Hawk uh, one day after I wasn't supposed to listen to it anymore. But here we are. Oh, honey. But yeah, I mean, easily digestible album sometimes mm -hmm. for me. I can't say enough good things about it. I can no, point I, out I a couple flaws. Any, right. I don't have any huge negative things. I think this mm -mm. is where my higher rated albums but like i said after listening to it for a bit i did kind of lose a bunch of songs as far as just not like being as strong but it kind of comes with the territory on pop music is there's a lot of stuff that's like great for a first couple listens and then it just kind of like you can't digest it anymore it's like you know a turd that you've pooped and eaten Ew, and gross. you just can't eat it after that second time ew honey why are you saying that? That sounds <laughs> awful. I'm actually adjusting some things. So I'm going to go with my rating. Yes. So originally I went with an 81 mm -hmm. middle of the week and then I wound up actually adjusting it to a 78. 
But the only reason for that is because really when I come down to the album, after listening to it a bunch, I cut the album basically in a third of things that I would skip. Right. So I've got to judge it based on it as a whole. And the songs that are strong are super strong. And then there's certain songs that have like a good hook or a good verse and the hook sucks. And there's some songs that are just kind of like after a couple listens, they became kind of weak to me. But I really did enjoy them True. the first couple times around. So I'm going to go with a 78 on that. Um, but I will be coming back around to this album to oh, listen absolutely. to other stuff. I, I think it will be at Nicki Minaj maybe added to our one of our artists that we listen to together, you know, that we yeah, both definitely. enjoy. Um, because, I, I mean, I've, I've wanted you to like like more... Um, like Beyonce or I have a really hard time getting into Beyonce. I know you do. I really want to try to get into Beyonce and Kanye. He's a little I don't know if he's too abstract for me right now with the hip hop on his some of his stuff. Yeah. Um I'm sometimes a minimalistic when it comes to hip hop. I like kind of the old school stuff because it didn't have a lot going on. Right. And his stuff is really choppy and Beyonce's just got kind of the same thing going on where she's like putting too much stuff there's like a lot of voice manipulation here or there there's a lot of sampling of her voice true so i don't know i'm just like a, a old school when it comes down to things like give me a lot of times just like a beat and like some kind of melody over top and then rapping over top well that sounds fucking boring well that's me I vanilla ice vanilla cream. Ice cream, Brian. Plain potato chip, Brian. <laughs> oh man. Piss off. Oh, that's not nice. Don't right. you love me? Piss back on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my rating, my BPMs. <laughs> I did a connection. <laughs> <laughs> connection to music i gave it to a 17 because i it made me feel really good about myself listening to it um as i don't know curvier woman it's nice to like hate on skinny girls Baby, for a little just bit just get on your knees yeah <laughs> on your knees um musicianship which i changed that uh category from talent and musicians which i really was not liking that to musicianship how they played um, or sang with dynamics or whatever. I gave that an 18 because there was a good range of dynamics. and. Yeah, there, well, I think I looked at the... I was going to list all the producers on this, and it looked like it was like with any kind of pop or hip-hop, there's a billion producers. Right. I think it had like 20 or 25 oh, different absolutely. producers. You know, and there were some songs that had five or six producers or like co-writers so it's a lot of stuff to get to. There was one I think that had um, Katy Perry that was uh, a writer. So Katy Perry had written oh, one hell of the yeah. songs in this. Um, so yeah, there was a there's a lot of a lot of musicianship as far as you know everybody coming together. Well, musicianship is meaning like uh, to play mu- with musicianship. So you you have your variation of rhythm, crescendo, diminuendo. Um, singing loud, singing soft, having your melodic lines flow better and having like certain words you emphasize in those, getting really down to the technical ways to sing, which you wouldn't expect that on a, 
uh, pop slash R&B slash hip hop kind of album. But mm-hmm. she definitely showed a lot of that, which is just incredible. Well, it was a lot of help to the production. Right. The production on this album was really good. Oh, yeah. I felt like the weakest production was Anaconda in the sense because it was right. sampled. It felt like it was missing the bass side of things but then when it had the drop for the chorus it was like okay like that's when it comes in right you kind of need that um and then variation of songs i gave that a 16 just because some of the songs did start to blur together a little bit but that was again i've listened to this so many times i want to say i listened to this a good like 12 15 times this week it keeps pulling you back because there's like a right. hook that you have to keep listening to i'm like well it's stuck in my head and rather than being annoyed you're just like oh i just need to listen to this you know yeah yeah <laughs> um blending i did a 17 which is just because it was it was very good there are some things like on the anaconda song that were too loud or or whatever and it factored i gave it a 20 um, because it was just an excellent album. It Factor or Tit Factor? Tit Factor. Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Which added up, came to an 87, which is one of my highest rating rated albums. It's definitely in my top five. All right. And what was that again? 87. 87. Just a reverse of mine. I know. It's not a bad, like, it's it's a really good score. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a really fun listen to. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with where this album was at because um, it was supposed to be her answer to like Jay Z's "The Blueprint," and that's why she oh. named it "The Pink Print" is because it was like you know she was such an inspiration to him, or she was su- he was such an inspiration to her mm-hmm. that she named it basically "Pink Print" because you know it was her like the female. And she kind of hints up, to that. Not like one-upping him, but yeah. Her like response. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. So it was really nice to like um, be able to delve into. I know it's not newer hip hop by any no. long shot because I've fallen out for so long that, you know, I'm now discovering things from 2014, which I feel <laughs> isn't a long time ago, no. but it's a long time ago. Because I had been out of school for like nine years. Right. <laughs> right. And we, had, it's like, we had just met. It's like seven years from now. Right. We had just started dating. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because we moved up here in 2016. So that was two years before we had moved up. Right. I'm surprised this came out when it did, though, because normally they don't hold on to like bigger albums like this at the end of the year. They kind True. of would release something like this in like the middle of the year. Um, just because of like end of year charts and you know awards and things like right. that, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I enjoyed. I will be going back. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go listen to a lot of her other stuff. I know that she's got one newer album. There's like a um, a re-released demo that just came out recently, and then right. she has the two albums before this. I think Pink Friday, and then Pink mm-hmm. Friday Roman Reloaded or something. Yeah. I was confused because I Some thought they were the I same album. Like tinkered with a little bit, but I haven't listened to the whole album. Um, it's just cute with pink hair too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's so pretty. Um, and the reason how we came across this, I knew I wanted to do like a R and B kind of hip hop album, and I wanted it to be a female vocalist. So I was like 
told Brian, well, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Beyonce. And then we looked through like top uh, female rap albums. And this is one of the ones that came up. And so that's why we yep. dove into it. Definitely worth it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I really, uh, I don't have anything more to say about it. No. Um, if you like good, catchy things. Right. Even on. if you don't like rap. Yeah, you you only have to like rap. Um, like I said, there was only a couple flows that I really didn't enjoy, and and I feel like, but I feel like those some of those flows because uh, the rhythm she came up with like polyrhythms in it. She'd start with one and then like trickle down to something else. Whether she was like singing a bunch of eighth notes, sixteenth notes, dividing it in half or a quarter, quarter, and then divide it into thirds, so it has like this. You know what I mean? It has that like slow down and it just, it needed that variation, but I just wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. I'm, I I just don't like like the slower flow of just like one constant, like delivery of like, right. I can do that. Like, I don't know. That's a lot of what I've been hearing with like a lot of the newer stuff and, Maybe I just need to get past some of the newer artists and really kind of delve into more maybe like the B side tracks rather than like stuff that's online, right? Like in the news. Oh yeah, don't you like Dave? We've been watching that. Oh, Dave's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, his like stuff is that. is trappy, but it's I know the humor in it is kind of different. I don't know. I I do like the Dave stuff. <laughs> It took me a bit after we watched it for a bit. I started kind of to like his voice a little before it kind of irked me. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> little Dicky for those that don't know. <laughs> little Dicky. But no, Dave is super funny. Um, yeah. You don't even have to be a fan of hip hop to enjoy no, Dave. He's fun. So if you haven't seen Dave yet, watch it because it's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> the episode when they're like, uh, like looking at each other's uh, with the dicks or balls or something. I don't remember. <laughs> we might have to go rewatch that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like wanted him to put peanut butter on his butt. Oh to yeah, get the he hair had gum. He had gum on his butt and yeah, his butt hair. Butt hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know how you get that, but whatever. Would he call him? I don't remember. What, is, what was it like his name for his best friend? I don't remember. Uh, oh honey, we'll have to rewatch. <laughs> we'll watch it tonight. Well, we're going to have to rewatch that and also rewatch Pen15. Right. If you guys haven't checked out the new season of Pen15, Brian and I have already finished it, of course. And it's really good. Really good. It's on Hulu. Now we're watching shitty dating shows. Uh, What are we on? X on the Beach right now? Yeah, we're on the last season, last episode of X on the Beach. Yeah, maybe after we get this, the killing of a sacred deer review out of the way, we'll uh, we'll start doing X on the Beach or like or like the challenge. Yeah, I guess we could do that. That's another shitty dating show. Yeah, well, kind of. I don't think so. It competed with like uh, Real World. Is that the show? I wasn't allowed to watch that, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, that was like kind of the start of the original like social um situation like Big brother yeah it's like the original uh like that and road rules where they had them you know go on a 
bus, you know, two uh, opposing buses of teams that would live together and, and compete in challenges. And then real world, they lived in the house together. Right. So, yeah, it was kind of the, the start of that whole stuff. And now, you know, it's over-exaggerated and it's good TV. It, yeah, it's super funny. <laughs> yeah. And you can tap out anytime you want. Right. Like if you want to go and be like, I'm just going to take a nap right now. And then you right. can wake up the next day and be like, oh, there's like a new girl here now. Cool. I didn't right. have to <laughs> see that happen, though. Oh, man. What was the worst MTV show? Oh, Next. That show is some garbage. Oh, it was funny, though. That next. Was super funny. <laughs> this is our review on MTV TV shows. <laughs> oh, the man. old school one was singled out oh. with uh, Carmen Electra. I never watched that one. Yeah, singled out. I I remember just little parts of it because I used to watch it when I was uh, really little. I guess that was like mid nineties. <laughs> it was like, um, yeah, it was just a dating show on MTV. I feel like any any person. I'm still thinking of like next people. You know how like they had the things that like. She is 21. She is going to college for money. She also likes sucking people's toes for money. <laughs> right. Or it's like she can pick things up with her toes. And the guy that she's getting off the bus for is like, if she's not ready to suck my dick, I'm going to next her. <laughs> if she don't do toe stuff, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say next. <laughs> and then she's got no shoes on. He's like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. She's in the toe stuff. Or he's like, no, she has some dirty feet. You're not putting that on my Johnson. <laughs> Johnson hardly knew her. Oh, my God. <laughs> that show is some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been watching a bunch of uh, really bad shows. I just like the MTV stuff. I think it's funny. I know. We, well, we did watch a movie the other night. What did we watch? Um, oh, we did. We watched another A24 movie, didn't we? Right. I'm trying to think of what oh, it was. Oh, it was Uncut Gems with right. uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, that was, man. That got dark real quick yeah. and then ended. That was a good movie, but it was also, it was, uh, man, it tested my patience and anxiety. Right. I'm like, uh, just pay your fucking bills. Stop no, gambling like the, this money. All the talking over, like, in the scenes, there'd be like, Eight to twelve people fucking yelling at each other or like oh, talking yeah. <laughs> at the same time, and like then you're like as they're talking and you're trying to like, like you're trying to listen to listen one. to like what Adam Sandler's character is saying, and as he's going through different things and you're just like oh my god like my like anxiety's like through the roof right now but it was a really fucking good movie. Are you sure movie. it's Uncut Gems and not Jack and Jill? That sounds like the same thing. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't finish that we one yet. Finish, there was too much yelling in that. I could not tolerate that movie. Oh, Cynthia! <laughs> what, did she have a fucking parrot or something? Yeah. Ah! We also had somebody come over when that was on so we had to turn it off. Right. You probably would have sat through it if, if nobody right. was coming. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving! Uh, we're trying to blast through all the Happy Madison movies because they're just fun to watch right they might be bad a lot of them are pretty bad i mean i like that the hot chick but i really as, wanted to rewatch that one the other day when i listened to the um the Adler, adam sandler um wizard and the bruiser and they were like you know you find yourself laughing like two or three times like it's okay like it's right. okay to laugh a couple times you know that's and then you find yourself watching the movie and if you laugh a couple times that's awesome you'll laugh a couple more times yeah. next time you watch it maybe or just another two or three times that you laughed before but 
Like, there's a couple funny spots in the movies, and they're worth it. Ooh. What was it on? Um, Stop it! I caught your yawn. <laughs> on uh, hot shit, because I wanted to watch this when I came home. We, I just got my COVID booster like 24 hours earlier, and now I was feeling like off, like garbage. And I wanted to watch Hot Chick, and Brian was like, "We just watched that." And we did. We like, just watched it like a month ago. Right. And I was like, "Well, let me." Let me just fast forward to my favorite part. Well, that took too long, so then I pulled it up on YouTube. <laughs> tisk, tisk, it's that tisk. dance scene in the club. Watch yourself. Show me what you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that scene is so funny. Rob Schneider is really funny. Rob Schneider. Schneider. Rob Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I'm tired. No, nah, he is hysterical. Uh, we we should probably do a uh, do like a run through when like maybe watch all the Mad- Happy Madison movies, and then do like a ranking from like bad to the best. Bad being number one, and no best bad being number like twenty. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I would. I guess we could do like the main ones. I'd throw like a couple of the newer ones. Like the wrong Missy was really good. I like yeah. that one. Um. But maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe like grabbing like doing like 30 and doing a list of 30. The ones outside of 30. Doing 30? No, 20. No, because then it's, if you're doing 20, then it's like the greatest hits of Happy Madison. You got to throw a couple like stinkers in there. Right. You can on 20. So you're saying there's 20 good Happy Madison movies. I'd say there's more than 20. What are they? List them. I can't list them right now. Well, there's Did not we 20, you out? fucking liar. There's way more than 20. No, they they put out fucking like two movies, three movies a year. If you want to They just go on vacation you. somewhere and basically have their crew right. out with them on vacation. There's that like, doesn't mean they're great well, movies. Well, let's film a movie. <laughs> Grown Ups 10. <laughs> hey, let's do this again, guys. Oh, that's right. There's grown-ups, a million of them. I've only seen two of them. I think there's only two. It might be three. I'm not no, sure. No, there's four. Is there four? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, see, there's four movies right there. I don't want to watch all those. That sounds awful. Mm. Mm-mm. Well, all right. Well. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Are you done? Are you sleepy? Yes. All right. I want another drink. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to our blib blab. Night night, friends. Thanks for listening. I'll add it to the list. Give us a follow. Yeah. Please like us and chitty chat in the Facebook group. I might say something. So I know there's a handful of you listening. Hi, handful. (laughs) So uh, next week. You're the friends that really mean something (laughs) to me. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hi, friends that really mean something. So the next episode that we're going to have is actually going to be um, with a buddy Jeff of mine. Uh, we're going to be doing Faith No More's. Um, I'm having a brain fart. Angel Dust. So we're oh, going to. Can we do some Angel Dust? Why we listen to? It? <laughs> so Just we're going to. We don't do that. We're going to be doing Faith No More's Angel Dust. Uh, so a Mike Patton project, um, and it'd be cool to get into because I listen to more of like the Dillinger and. Uh, Dead Cross stuff of Mike Patton So I'm familiar with Faith No More Just not super familiar So it's another artist that it's like I listen to here and there But I've never done A deep dive on him so it'll be fun 
I've never listened to them. Mm-hmm. And looking at that album cover, I probably wouldn't pick it out. Because it's it got a bird, bird on, on it. it. And I just don't want to listen to that. Put a bird on it. Oh, but they, we listened to them earlier today. And I was like, that sounds like that Christmas uh, rock group. Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> but not like Christmassy. Like <laughs> That's a bad Mike Patton. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're singing, honey. <laughs> Me either. But thank you, everybody, for listening again. I'll add it to the list. And yes. we'll see you next week. Night-night. Night-night, friends.